Hello everybody, it is Michael here, back with another video, and in today's video, we're going to be talking about one of the teams with the weirdest futures in the NBA, what's next for the San Antonio Spurs. Back to Doncic. Doncic pulls up, three-pointer, bang, bang, it's good, Doncic wins the game at the buzzer. What you preach, I guess about it talking trash, now they want to pose with me like, uh-uh, not so fast. If you know my history on this channel in the past season, I was very, very positive about the Spurs. They have a lot of people on this roster I like quite a lot, and I feel like we saw a lot of development from the young players on this roster. But in this video, I do want to be a little bit more critical and tell a bit of a harsh truth about the future of the San Antonio Spurs and what's next for this franchise. They are missing the star player to lead their team. In a superstar-driven league like the NBA, having a team like this where everybody pitches in and then at best you have a low-tier all-star in DeMar DeRozan, you can simply knock it far. Obviously, they had their long reign of dominance with Tim Duncan at the helm, and then we all thought Kawhi was going to be that guy who slid in perfectly to that superstar role in San Antonio. But that situation quickly unfolded, and he got traded for basically a bag of chips for the player the caliber of Kawhi Leonard. They do have guys on this roster that I like. But the big, big issue is, is that all these guys are complementary pieces, especially the young players. They don't have a star young player going forward. They don't even have someone who I think could be the second or maybe even third best player on a championship team. I like a lot of these guys. Again, I want to continue to repeat that. Keldon Johnson is one of my favorite young players in the NBA. The energy he brings on a nightly basis, I think is very, very valuable to a team like this. He plays so hard, crashes the boards, I think has a lot of offensive upside, and I'm really excited about his future. I think Devin Vassell was a very good pick, someone who didn't really play much at all last year, but I do think once he gets his opportunity, he can thrive in San Antonio. It was a perfect landing spot for him. He's the typical 3 and D guy you want on a team. I think he has the potential to be like a Mikhail Bridges type of player, and that is very, very important in the modern NBA. Those type of guys are at their highest value. So getting someone like him is very important. They also have a lot of other guys on this roster. I'm a big, big fan of DeJounte Murray is someone who's in some trade rumors. And I do think that is very interesting to see because DeJounte Murray is definitely a very talented player. He's someone who has grown offensively every single year. And we really saw last year him take a big step on that side of the ball. He's still not a great three-point shooter, and that's the next thing you want to see him continue to improve, but he improved his overall game as a whole significantly, and he's still one of the best defensive guards that the NBA has to offer. Derek White is also another guy who's been in some trade rumors, and that's a nice player for any team to have, and I think he's a nice asset for the Spurs team. He's not super young, but he's not super old either, will be 27 going into next season, and he's someone who's a very solid scorer, good defender, just good overall player to have on a team. Uh, and then they have some other guys who I'm intrigued about, but I'm not super sure on. Like Lonnie Walker, I've always really liked him and I've liked his skill set. I just don't know how good he's going to end up being. He's had a couple of injury issues here and there in his uh, early career, but I do think he has potential to be a really nice six man going forward. He is someone who's just 
a bit streaky he kind of plays that classic jr smith jordan clarkson type of role just come off the bench bring explosive scoring and that's the main value bring to the game uh luka Samancic is someone who hasn't really gotten much opportunity he's played in the g league and i think he showed some promise in the g league to be uh just a big player who can do a bunch of different things but we haven't really seen him play that much so uh, the jury's still out on him. They picked Trey Jones in the second round, and I actually did like that pick quite a lot. I wasn't super big on Trey Jones, but I think he's a solid uh, backup point guard going forward, and that's another guy you like to have on your roster and I think can be a developmental piece. You have someone like Jakopodl, who was actually very, very good last year. Like, were some of his defensive stats a little bit misleading? And did some of those stats make him look like a top three defender in the NBA when he's really not? Yes, but at the end of the day, he is still a very, very solid defensive player. Really good role-playing center, knows exactly what he needs to do, and that has a lot of value within itself. Uh, and that's basically it for the young guys on this roster to be excited about. And there are a lot of guys on this team that do have promise and do have good potential going forward. But when you hear me talk about all those guys, you hear a lot of good role players, and that has value in this league, but you don't see any superstar going forward. And that is my one thing that has really frustrated me with the San Antonio Spurs. No matter how positive I've been about them, they have been way too happy with just being okay these past couple of years. They've been way too happy with being a team that is either just outside the play-in or is a low-tier playoff team. While that does have value, just being alright is important within itself. You always want to hit a next level. And I think there's only one way for the San Antonio Spurs to do that. And I think it's for them to commit to the fact that they are going to be a team that is going to have to go through some struggles for them to get their next franchise piece. DeMar DeRozan was very good for them last year. I think he's a player who, if they kept, they could still be a decent team. But if they keep DeMar DeRozan, they have a clear cap on this roster. You're really not going to get much better with a 32-year-old who is probably just going to slowly decline throughout these next couple of years. I would personally let DeMar DeRozan walk in free agency. And that's tough because that's the main piece out of the Kawhi Leonard trade. And obviously you want to get any value uh, you can out of him. Like if you could somehow pull off a sign and trade, that would be great for you guys. But I just do think committing to a direction is something that this team hasn't done in a while now. And I think it's time for them to finally do that. Because just being this middling team is only going to get you so far. And it's going to continue to keep you at a middling team for years and years to come. They knew when they were going after Tim Duncan. They tanked for that. David Robinson had an injury, and they kind of over-exaggerated some of those injuries, let guys sit for basically the whole season, and almost guaranteed that they were going to get the first overall pick. They need to do something like that. They need to commit to the fact that this team isn't going anywhere with the current roster they have. So if I were them, I would let DeMar DeRozan walk, try and get something out of him in a sign-in trade, but even if you just have to let him walk, do it and commit to this young talent. I know there've been a lot of rumors of them trading guys like DeJounte Murray or Derek White, but I would just keep those guys. For this next season, I would roll out basically all your young players and just see what these guys are made out of. 
I would see the value of them and see what guys you are going to keep on this roster going forward. Really let guys like Keldon Johnson just expand their wings and see what they're made out of. Let Devin Vassell actually play a good amount and see how good he can be. And let your 12th overall pick, whoever is that going to be, let them play as well. I know the Spurs have a history of not playing rookies, and sometimes that's effective. Actually, most times it's effective because the Spurs are so good at developing. But with this current situation, I think they should just, whoever they get at the 12th pick, let them play. See what they're made out of. You're not going to be going in a direction where you're going to be any better than a play-in team anyway. So you might as well just see how good all of your young players are. Let's talk about who they can pick at that 12th overall spot. Obviously, it's heavily dependent on what happens before them, and it could go in a million different directions. But I will say some of my favorite guys who could be available at those spots. Franz Wagner, Jalen Johnson, Alperin Sengun are probably my three favorite guys who I think could very realistically be available. Franz Wagner is the classic Spurs player, someone who is a high basketball IQ guy. He's a very good defender and a super well-rounded offensive player. Jalen Johnson, much more raw of a prospect, but has a lot of potential, can be a bit of a point forward type of guy, super athletic, and has potential to be a very, very versatile player in this league. And Alperin Sengun is the best post player in this class class he's a dominant force down low with big questions about the other parts of his game how far will a three-point shot come along how much will he survive without great foot speed that definitely is a big big question but i do think those are the top three guys i would be targeting there but let's talk about some guys who could potentially slide to them that i do think would be good fits as well moses moody is someone who i will suggest for literally every team because i love moses moody i think he just fits with any roster because he's classic three and d guy he's another complimentary piece which you have a lot of those already but i think he can be one of the best complimentary pieces in the league Kai Jones is someone who I would honestly be shocked if he's not on the Hornets or on a team that's picking before the Hornets, but if somehow he does slip to San Antonio, I think that would be a very good pick as well because Kai Jones is someone who has sky-high potential, and in a situation like San Antonio where he would not be pressured to immediately start, he could come off the bench behind Jakopodl, he could develop under a coach like Greg Popovich, I think that could be one of, if not the best situation for Kai Jones to become the player he has the potential to be and he has potential to be one of the better big men in the league kai jones has sky high potential with how athletic he is and with how he can shoot the three ball and his potential to take guys off the dribble i think he has one of the highest upsides in this class as a whole so those are guys who i would personally target at the 12th overall pick in a class like this i think you're going to get a good player regardless and with a team like the spurs i do trust them to develop those guys and then looking onwards to the 2022 season, with my plan, I'm rolling out all these young guys. Obviously, your starting lineup depends on who you pick, but it would be something in the form of DeJounte Murray, Derek White, uh, Devin Vassell, Keldon Johnson, 
and uh, Jakob Pertl. And then you have some bench guys, have some guys like Trey Jones, uh, Lucas Samancic, whoever you pick. You have uh, Lonnie Walker, maybe Trey Lyles if you keep someone like him. Uh, there's just a lot of young talent on that roster. You don't really keep many veterans, and you just have a ton of flexibility going forward. You really don't have that much money under the books, and you could potentially... Uh, go after some free agents, some restricted guys in the next couple of off seasons. That's what I would personally do if I was the Spurs. Roll out a bunch of young guys. Maybe you could be some competitive on some nights, but I would mainly focus on development and getting a franchise player going forward on this roster finally because that's what they've missed for years and that's what they need the 2022 draft seems to be very good i haven't done much research on it but there does seem to be a lot of talent in that class so i would try and rebuild for one year and then you could already go right back into being a good team because again you have all the complementary pieces in the world you just need that guy i think it's a pretty easy path for the spurs to become a very good team again you just tank for one year, get that guy, and I think you're right back into competition because you already have the groundworks of a good team. Now you just need the guy who takes you over the top. But yeah, that's what I think is next for the San Antonio Spurs. I hope everyone enjoyed the video. Make sure to like, make sure to subscribe, and it's Ben Michael. Peace out.